Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Now, onto the Sharkies versus the Doggies. Uh, 48-10. Bulldogs obviously missing a few players. And then Matt Burton going. It's almost like nail and coffin stuff. Look, the Sharkies did exactly what they were supposed to do. They were supposed to go and win 13-plus against Bulldogs. Still a little bit shaky, in my opinion. They still don't look as well-rounded as I would hope. But 48-10, can't sniff it. You can't put your nose up against that. Yeah, I, I don't think the Sharkies would be overly happy with this performance at all. Yes, they scored 48 points, but um, Canterbury, like they, they just couldn't get out of their own end. Have you, I, I've never seen anything like that when Reid Marnie had to scoot down the short side to belly bomb a ball. From isn't, that a compliment, isn't that a compliment on the Sharkies' defence, though? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's fair to some extent. I just, jeez, oh, I, I, I thought with the ball in hand, they just they weren't overly impressive. The Sharkies nowhere near... Um, where we know that they can get to. Um, I, I reckon if they would have played a top eight side the other day, I, I think they would have got beat personally. I didn't think they were that great. Yeah. I, I know you're not saying they were great, fantastic, yeah, but I just... I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't think... They had 11 line breaks. Like, they... Bloody... It's a fair whack. Um, and... Oh, they completely dominated their forward pack. So I don't know whether they would have beaten the top eight side, but I, I wouldn't say they were disappointing on the weekend. Timmy? Yeah. And firstly, I feel sorry for the doggies just because I still see so many shining lights in them, but this game was just set up for disaster mm. in that, you know, like Burton getting caught up to Origins, it was just the final nail in the coffin for them this week. So I think five or six players under 21 years old. They've got, you know, apparently coming out of the club, they've got blokes playing through injury. They're getting needled up just to get out there because they're so short on numbers this season. All the injuries they've had, there's news now that Luke Thompson might not even get back this season. Yeah. It just goes from bad to worse, too, with them. And look, the effort's still there, but the class on the field, <laughs> they're just lacking at the moment. Hopefully they can start to get some faces back out soon, but... Uh, yeah, like it's, I wouldn't be too critical of the doggies from this one, despite being a tough day out. 
Sharkies, as you say, Kempi, they, they won the way they should have won, convincingly. I, I also wasn't sold on them like Guru, but there's not much more. You know, they always put 50 points on the board. Attack was sharp enough. I just... It's like you knew the Sharkies were going to come out and do this and put points on it. They're just falling into this flat track bully narrative more mm. and more. Like, uh, what you when, when the tails are up and they've got soft opposition, they'll put a score <coughs> on them. But then, how are they backed up against the top eight side or yeah. top four side? Like, I think it's like you can't judge the Sharks until they get up against the top side because, like, that's the question we all, everyone has. We know they have, can put scores yeah. on mm. when, when things are going well. Mm. Yeah, so it's like. You know, they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. Because it's like they a go out like that, no, yeah. that's fair. and they yeah. put on a massive score against the doggies. And it's like, yeah, we knew you could do that, whatever. But it's mm. like, well, bloody still did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, you want. yeah. yeah but at the same time, they, I don't, they haven't beaten the top eight side this year. Is that nope. correct? Yep. So, so it's like, that's side. the question. That's the question. And it's a fair question. It's an absolutely fair question. So that's where I think that it can feel a little bit underwhelming from, a, I guess, an analyst perspective. Because you're like, well, of course you beat the doggies. 48 to 10, like, you're the Sharks. And you, you were, like, almost full strength yeah. going into this week when the Doggies were missing half their squad. Yeah, and it's like, and then the, the Sharkies turn around, they're like, well, it's not easy to beat a, a team 40, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, what else do you want us to do, beat them by 60? Yeah. Well, you'd probably still say the same thing, so. I just know someone's going to comment. I'm obviously nitpicking, but I guess technically the Eels have snuck into the eight now, so they have beaten one top eight team. As, yeah, of, I mean. as of today. <laughs> when they played them, they weren't top eight. Yeah, 100%. I'll tell you what else is wild. You have a look at the Cronulla's draw over the next few weeks. They play Dragons, Tigers, Warriors, Manly, and then Penrith. So <laughs> I think Warriors, is that the only – are Warriors in the top eight still? Yeah, Warriors are. Yeah. So they out of their next four games, those, geez, that'll be interesting. Sharks play Dragons round 18, so that's after this week's bye. So that'll be Ben Hunt's first game back. Fucking LA. Yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, back to the Bulldogs. Um, look, even more so than the Schuster one. Like, as I said with Schuster, like it's because he's got so much talent that I just wanted to be a superstar, and and just just rip and tear. But in games like this, Tavita needs to stand up. He needs to stand up. Uh, he was okay, but like, did it look like a guy trying to lead his team out of against all odds? I, I don't think it did. You know, that, yes, their their middle did shore up when he got back on the field. Um, but I just think in the position, he just come off origin, and yes, he didn't get selected, but he just come off origin, so he's an origin player now. In scenarios like this, he's got to be the leader. Like, he is... We look at this pack. You've got uh, Patola, Marnie, Pangai Jr., Ockenbohr, Preston, and then Rajab on the bench, Moran, Max King, Waddell. Mm. Like, Pangai is the senior player here. He has played the most rugby league at the highest <laughs> level, and he's got the most talent out of pretty much everyone there. Um, so I thought he could be a little bit better, and like... For example, Curtis Moran came on and he, I think he had an error, but outside of that, he fucking was running from the fences. Yeah. I was just about to say, if you sh- were shown this Bulldogs team on the weekend so how they got played off the park, but one of these forwards is an origin forward, who would you go for? I reckon you would have picked Curtis Moran every day of the week. Yeah, because he just come on he was angry. Just going at it. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I would want to see from Tavita in this situation is like your team's completely depleted. You're on massive money. You are the big dog. And you, like, the Schuster situation, you don't have the excuse of being a rookie still where we go, you're a rookie, you know, you're in your second or third year of first grade, so it's going to take some time. Like, you're in your, like, fuck, what, eighth year of first grade now? And you're on big, big coin. Uh, So I just, 
Yeah, I would have hoped to see more from Pangai Jr. in this situation. Yeah, the, the, the one that I've sort of been a bit disappointed by this year, and it, it kills me to say it because I love him so much, and he is a bloke who does rip and tear every single game, but Reid Marnie, I was sort of hoping for a bright year and sort of alluding to a couple of stats. He's had the most missed tackles in the NRL with 74 and like quite convincingly. Ezra Mam's second on 60. That goes all the way down just to fifth place. Chad Townsend's on 51. So fifth place has had 23 less missed tackles than Reid, going to penalties conceded, the most penalised player in the comp with 19. Second place is Cam Murray on 14. Mm. Um, note that, like, Reid's played every game of the season for them, so might have a few extra games and a handful of players. But just defensively, I, I think because he is such a small hooker, he's a nugget, but he's quite small. I, d- I don't know if... Do you think maybe Canterbury need to go down this line of two hookers and, and give him a bit more of a spell so he's not forced to go 80 minutes week in, week out? I think you boys actually at the start of the year. I said, just, yeah, I yeah. said that they should because yeah. like Reed's the kind of guy, the reason why he's seen all these missed tackles is because he can't help himself. Yeah. He goes too hard. Exactly. Right. There's no lack of effort. Yeah. But, and I think, Guru, you might have said it too, going there and the two hooker. And I said, no, no, I think Reed Marnie's 80 can do it. The more I see it, I'm just calm. Maybe he's just fatigued and he's a smaller body. Maybe he's more of a playing 55 and having a share in the load a little bit. I just think that he had this same problem when he first came into the Eels where he would just chase any and every mm. tackle. And with the Bulldogs, because he he's – like we talk about Tavita not stepping up. Like Reed tried his ass off yesterday. Always does. Like, and he always does. So you can never you know say that he isn't trying to put the boys on his back. But he actually tries too hard sometimes yeah. and he goes after every tackle he can go after. And then that's when you get situations where you you miss six to ten tackles. And so I personally think that giving him a spell, how how can it hurt? It's only going to make his career longer. He's going to get – then you can say, look, then no longer do we have the idea of like, oh, because you're playing 80, you're getting fatigued. Um, Yeah, I I think it's it's definitely worth a try. And I I really like um, uh, Khaled Rajab. Rajab, yeah. I like him. I think that you chuck him in there for 10 minutes, give Reedy a spell, let Rajab just go nuts because he, he's a goer. He's like Morin. They, came, they both came on and just had a crack. And just if nothing else, just try it. See how it goes. Give, give it a month of, of him playing, you know, 55 minutes. See, because he's got such a great running game as well, Reed. but when he's making a shit ton of tackles each week, he'll be gassing out so that fatigue sets in. I think we probably don't see the best of him in a tackle either. So I think it'll be worth, worth a crack. Yeah. Um, I thought Flano was okay. I actually thought he was all right. Um, but, you know, he's probably played himself into being... Maybe he is that 14 for Reed Marnie. You know, he's been maybe. killing it yeah. for, at, at number nine for uh, reserve grade. Um, yeah, so this doggy side, oh, it's... They're so depleted, but at the same time, like, this is what their second game in a row where they've been tailed up. Mm. Definitely concerning. Definitely concerning. Like, yeah, we looked at... You know, a team like the Dolphins, and although I still think that, you know, the Dolphins side is better on paper uh, in regards to, like, this this Bulldog side because it's got so many players missing, missing. But the last thing you want is you want to be fighting in games. You want to be staying in them somehow. Mm-hmm. It's okay to lose a game or two, but the problem with the Bulldogs is, is that they're just letting these games just completely slide. At the moment, is it only Stephen Crichton they've signed for next year? Is that... Pretty sure, sure. yeah, and that's where like I think Critter will be a really good signing, but he's not going to change that problem that they currently have. Mm. It's just so hard because they're so decimated by injury. Yeah, they mm. like they are absolutely fucking out on their feet. Like, like is Max King even one hundred percent? 
he mustn't be. It's weird how they're using him with his minutes and everything. Because if he is 100%, then I would say Seraldo. How? Why is Seraldo not getting the best out of him? Continually mind-blowing. Weekly Bulldogs and New South Wales Cup stat. First grade, absolutely depleted. Doggies, 30-16 to 16 over the Panthers, who granted this week would have been missing players, obviously due to the origin collapse as well, but Panthers were sitting third on the table. Doggies still number one, dominant New South Wales Cup win. That defies... Physics to yeah. me. <laughs> the, 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 the first graders are desperate, and the doggies New South Wales Cup are killing it. I don't know who coaches them, but gun. Uh, doggies also signed Bronson Sherry next year. Uh, of course. I will say it's surprising. Like Max King and Waddell on the bench, surely they should be starting. A Max King one's an interesting. You'd, you'd Na- maybe to, there must a, be something. Maybe there. he's a bloke getting needled up and pushing yeah. to it because they need. They you'd need have him. to be because surely you'd start him over Patola. Like Patola's a, a rookie, isn't he? He's younger. He just a lot of injuries, uh, Patolo. So they're just working him back into sort of yeah, okay. time. Yeah, they really like him though. Yeah. Did they? I'm just trying to think. So Max King. So he got 43 minutes, and Patola got 16 minutes. Yeah, was there? It must have been an injury. Must there, have been an injury surely. then. To Patola. <coughs> Tolo, he got injured on the weekend. I don't know. I missed it. If he did. And Corey Waddell only got. Uh, Corey Waddell got 39 minutes. Yeah, I'm not sure. You could say that there are questions around some decisions Seraldo's made, and I guess, but it is very, very hard to be too harsh on this side. Like they are so fucking injured. Yeah, and I mean, like you have a look at obviously the injuries and how he's reacted to, to most of them. Like I, th- I think he's done really well just getting Jade Nockamore into a like he, he somehow not only turned him into a back row, he turned him into an 80 minute back rower. You got Olawapu, who you know you got to remember that like they plucked him from. Up there in Brisbane a few weeks before the season started. They brought him into first grade as well. Like Preston's killing it. Jake, yeah, like he has done a lot of good things. <clears throat> mm. Despite the season not going well and it, it looking like it's going to get worse, unfortunately. He also lost Luke Thompson. Like, Can you get up a list of who they have injured so that we could get in? Luke yeah. Thompson. Burton out. Burton out in this one. Luke Thompson. Kick um, out. Kick out. Um, look, yeah. They got um, Fatala Marina, who should, should be. He apparently is coming back through reserve grade next week. Um, Bailey Biondi Odo, Harrison Edwards, and then everyone else you've mentioned. See, I'm surprised Fatala Marina is not coming straight in. Oh, no, sorry. They have the buyer, the doggies. He's been crook, Fatala Marina. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, they, they've got a buy next weekend. So he's, oh, they've got a buy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, look, yeah. Just quickly. New South Wales Cup coach, David Tangada Toa. Nothing? No. Yeah. Played uh, some lower grade stuff, but. It's killing it. Bit of Super League. Killing it. Killing it. Davo. Um, Shout out, David Tangada Toa. <coughs> yeah, onto the Sharkies quickly. Yeah, so Bulldogs, like, yeah, disappointing for sure. But we were saying before the, it was a ball even kicked, like, don't get too excited, guys. The, the dogs are more 2024. Kind of four kind of side, five maybe. Um, I will say, though, that I probably thought that they would go a little bit better than what they're going. Um, but I didn't think they'd have this many injuries as well, mm. though. Like, yeah. to lose Kikau, like, that is such a big blow. Imagine how different this forward pack is with Kikau in it and everyone oh. good to go. Like, it's a very different, you know, kettle of fish then. Uh, now, onto the Sharkies quickly. Um, look. As I said, we said earlier with, with uh, Hines, started a bit slow, got it together. 
had some really nice plays. And I think we have to re- remember, like, he's, yes, he won the Dally M last year, but it's going to take a few years for him to get everything well-rounded. Uh, so I thought Will Kennedy had some, like, really tough carries. Like, I think that there was a real emphasis from Will Kennedy to just to get physically in the game. He's so silky that sometimes he can just rely on his silkiness to to inject himself, whereas I felt like he, he really got physically into the game. Talakai always runs for a bunch of metres. Um, yeah, who, who, did, who stood out to you guys? Um, mate, I, I thought the kid from Kerma had a really good game. Jackie Williams. Other stallions. Uh, I've been critical in the past, but had a really good game. I also thought Cam McInnes was fantastic in this one. Um, it was really a game for – it's weird when you have a game where you win 48 to 10 or whatever and so many middle forwards stand up and have – Really good games. It was yeah. very unusual. But Hazelton as well, we spoke about him. Was he in our team of the week, Hazelton? He yeah. was yeah. tremendous. Um, Jeez, isn't he just someone that excites you? Yeah. As he, every year he gets under his belt, he's just going to get better. Yeah, it will just keep improving. So, um, yeah, look, as I said, I, I wasn't overly impressed with the Sharkies in their performance, but there's a lot of middle forwards that uh, had good games there for sure. I thought it was one of better, Dale Finucane's better games this year. 144 mm. metres, uh, two tackle breaks, 22 Tackles, zero misses. Um, he, you know, he's struggled a little bit for form this year. Hasn't been at his best, but I thought this was probably his best outing in a bit. Anyone stand out for you, Timmy? I, yeah, just th- it was the bench middles that Guru mm. just mentioned. I thought um, Jackie Williams, Tom Hazelton, Cam McInnes, their impact off the bench was tremendous, I thought. Like, the doggies' middle defence, it was soft. Like, there were some soft tries that through, but them boys were, like, destructive. Like, you said, Tommy Hazelton, every time he plays... Just looks destructive every run, yeah. and I, I love Jack. Sort of had uh, some some injuries. I think it was a peck last year that saw him miss a big chunk of it and missed a few games here and there. But just he's a big body, but got quite good like late footwork at the line. So particularly when you are going forward, got a bit of momentum, good for a quick play of the ball. Uh, yeah, I thought all three of them were were tremendous there. I thought Blake Braley was really good too. Did a yeah. number of very good things. He, he just was really good. Yeah. yeah, and try involvements like yeah. just getting better at probing around the ruck. He, he's someone that. You know, I, I still don't think he's at his potential yet. Like, I think that he's just going to get more and more confident each year. Um, I mean, he had three tries this on the weekend. He was great. You yeah. know, he was really – and his, his service is so silky, like just crisp service. And there was a few times too where, like, he might have got the tries but he created the opportunity on the play before that led to them getting on the front foot. Yeah. Just – yeah, he's had a very good game. He's There's uh, there's one more Braley coming through as well, coming through their junior grades, who's a hooker mm. as well. So it'd be great if we get all three of them in first grade. Well, interestingly, uh, Braille, uh, Blake – Played 66 minutes. So even he's getting rotated. I just saw it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... It must be... I, I don't right. know if... Do you have a HIA, maybe? Well, McGuinness probably came on and played a bit. They might have just pulled it off late because of the scoreline. Yeah, I don't maybe. remember. But durability-wise, well, like, you look at his poor old brother up in Newcastle has had a wretched run of injuries. But Blake, last three seasons, 13 games this year, 24 year before that, 24 year before that. Uh, and through those years, he's averaged 78 to 79 minutes. Like, just oh, rock solid. For a small body, oh, big mate. Legs, number nine, and it's he not like hide away from work. At no, all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not like you're sitting there going, "Oh, he doesn't get involved." Like he, yeah. How old is he now? Twenty four. Don't know. Yeah. Twenty four. Yeah. Twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. So, just having that many runs under your belt, like imagine the match fitness that he's just got yeah. in his body now. He's um, too good looking for a hooker to just. Yeah, it's like, true. Very true. Did he? Uh, did he get a start in your hot boy team? Start of or not? Well, I don't think so. Actually. So nine? it's a hard, mate. It's a hard team to make. Well, Connor Watson was nine. Yeah, fair. 
Come on, mate. Come on, mate. I'm a coach for a reason, mate. Um, not critiquing, just asking. Look, you might know a bit about super coach. I know a bit about hot guys, all right? Um, I'll never question you again. <laughs> uh, did you get a chance to watch uh, Trindle's performance in reserve grade? No. be interesting to see how he's going. Matty Moylan was, was probably better this week, but I, you know, I still don't think he didn't set the world alight. Um, you know, he got through his tackles, though. 14 tackles, two misses. Again, though, the question is, is like, of course Matty Moylan can take on, you know, the doggies. Like, what, what's he going to do against the top-tier sides? Um, and that, what is that left edge going to do against the top-tier sides? Yeah. I, I do feel a bit sorry for Moylan at times. Mm. I feel like as soon as he plays one or two bad games... I feel like a lot of people just pretend like he's always been shit all of a sudden. No, that's crazy. As in, like, I agree with you. That's, yeah, that's like not I just feel like when when Moise isn't great for two weeks, people jump on him like he's never been great. Yeah, He hasn't played true. well at all, you know what I mean? You're like, right, you're right. He doesn't get enough appreciation. Like, Hines doesn't win Dally M without him last year. He becomes a scapegoat very quickly. Mm. Uh, it looks like Trindle had a pretty mixed game. Scored a couple of tries, but had a couple of errors and missed tackles as well. Okay. That's yeah, just stats. Got up 24-16 and scored a pair. Guru's boy. KL Iro, 255 metres, 13 tackle bars. God, stop it. That's oh, one, one try. And that's the thing with the Sharks. He only like, scored one. <coughs> one try, one try assist in a 24-16 win. I don't know they played a half. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's the thing with the Sharkies. Like, they just got so much depth yeah. and they've got all the ingredients. It's just about putting together. So, There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, look, I... They did what they were supposed to do. They did what they were supposed to do. And they're going to have to face this pressure and questions until they face the top eight side. Until they beat a top eight side, it's just going to be this constant. And it's, it's unfair, but at the same time, they haven't beaten a top eight side. So, of course, it's going to be a question. Um, but, yeah, they did what they were supposed to. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 